Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. It's a Week 10 preview, and Christian and Jalen are looking to start the second half of the season strong. See who is due, and much more football. So sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. All right, everybody. So week ten previews. Um, we got oh, Christian here. No Colby. So we're gonna go ahead and do the duo action. Maybe we'll get some phone calls in for this uh, for this show today. Maybe, probably very unlikely. But if it does happen, it happened. So Christian, how are you feeling? First of all, about this week coming up. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I mean, the week coming up, not the best of games there are a lot of games that we probably had a lot more hopes for such as you know packers and cowboys um packers are abysmal mess so i'm sure this game is quite not living up to hopes we have the usual cards rams where i think it's mcbay owns cliff right it's shanahan owns mcbay mcbay owns cliff and cliff i think my own it's like a weird circle dynamic they own each other Um, yeah it's some weird triad going on there and then Pete Carroll's just the wild card and then Pete Carroll's the wild card we have the we have the first Munich game of the year coming up uh Seahawks and the Bucks so that'll be interesting um but my Baltimore Ravens are on a bye week so it's gonna be a stress-free weekend I get to go home pretty like wow like feel like a normal human being um, but the Baltimore Ravens are all the way back. Um, that defense is uh, lightning, baby. I love it. They're a freaking force to be reckoned with. Roquan just adds a different element. Um, him and Patrick Queen offset each other. They're the modern-day Patrick Willis and Farrell Bowman, baby. They are lethal and Justin Houston, that man has drank the fountain of youth, man. The man's like second. Um, he has like I think six sacks, if I'm mistaken, six or eight. But dude is a dog. Um, so feeling good about the Baltimore Ravens. We're about to hit a stretch of a good easy team, so I might go on a little run here. And yeah, I'm feeling Super Bowl aspirations already. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm feeling. All right. Well, looks like you're living in the moment. I love that. I am too. This uh, this Vikings game is going to be very, very stressful. The complete opposite of uh, how you're going into, regardless of who's quarterbacking that game. We'll talk about that later. Um, I'm trying to pull up the rest of these bye weeks. Let's go ahead and talk about them. It's going to be you guys, the Raven. You guys, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Patriots, and the Jets. Um. All you guys are in that AFC, like, well, like not wild card spot, but all you guys are like competing for a spot, I would say. Patriots, of course, are in the last place in their division, but they're only one game back from the rest of them. So uh, which team, I guess, would you say would you not want to see in the playoffs, not including your Ravens? So if you're the Ravens, which of those three teams do you not want to see in the playoffs? Uh, and if you want to say that you don't think the Patriots aren't going to make it, you can go ahead and I don't, kick them yeah, out. Patri- Patriots are I was about to say. Patriots <laughs> is 
The Jets are sneaky, though. The Jets are very sneaky. But, I mean, I still have to go with the Bengals just because it's divisional battle itself. I mean, they'll always be hard-nosed, run-down-your-mouth type of game. Um, so I always have to go to the divisional ride. Can't sleep on the Jets, man. They're they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Yeah, I was about to say, you can't sleep on that Jets defense. They're, uh, But the only thing about it is they are very young. So at the same time, it's like, you know, yeah. the consistency of that when they show up to the playoffs or, again, if they make it, they're still young. So, if I mean, still early to decide whether or not these guys. I, I think they'll make it. You think, think so? I All think right, that, huh? wild, that wild card. Well, well, the Buffalo Bills, they they might have flown too close to the sun. Uh, if that UCL is a lot more serious than we initially think, that could that could ruin the season. Essentially, <laughs> I'm sure yeah. Case Keenum is he's solid enough to keep the amount of wins they have right now afloat and gain like one or two to to get the playoff spark. So, I think Buffalo will still make the playoffs, but that's no joke to play around with. I mean, Big Ben is a prime example who had the UCL injuries and yeah, how he, yeah, how he steadily fell, out, fell off, right. And, um, and, it, and that would require Tommy John surgery. He'll be out for like a year and a half. Like that's all he like, if he were to go to the surgery, let's say he plays this Sunday, somehow tears it. He could be out this season and next season. And so it's, it's you're going to, you're going to have to play with caution with this because it, a UCL can ruin things. I mean, people want MLB. They, you know, play with the UCL. They, you know, go Tommy John surgery. They seem to come back and throw harder. So maybe that's something that could happen to Josh if this does go in the worst of news. Um, so Buffalo fans, that could be a small tunnel that you could look at if, if, if the worst of news were to come. Um, but Buffalo makes playoffs. Jets make playoffs. Dolphins make playoffs. That leaves only one spot, I think. And that's going to be up to the Bengals, possibly the Patriots. And then also, we got the other teams that we kind of expected a little bit more out. The Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. <laughs> and I expected a little more. So that wild card is going to be a battle. Yeah, I was about to say, all four of those teams are really going to be, a, you know, I mean, Ravens have a chance, you know, thanks to the bye week. To hopefully get that gap established because I'm looking at it. I mean, Dolphins will be playing. We'll be talking about Dolphins and Browns, uh, Titans and Broncos. We can't forget the t- about the Browns either. Yeah, yeah. Now that you say we can't forget about the Browns because Deshaun. Yeah. We all we, we we here on the podcast hope for the worst of him. That we're not. We're not endorsing it, but I'm saying. Just in case, just in case. I, I was about to say, I, I, I don't know if I, I would say I'm rooting for the worst of him. I just want to say it's going to be very interesting to see how everyone responds to him. Um, definitely not enough games, though. I still think it should be more games. But when is he slotted to come back? It's like three, four weeks from now. Three so, weeks, I think, from now. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, when he comes back against the Texans. Everyone's so, gonna be so hard on the Texas man. Let's go ahead and talk about this game to open up our preview. 
Falcons at the Panthers. Panthers just going to kick in the start the scoring. Christian, who you got to uh, win this thing in the end, though? Do you think the Panthers will pulled off the Falcons? I got, I got Panthers. I got Panthers pulling off this. I mean, the gritty game, I think. The weather's not looking the brightest. Um, but I think Panthers pull this off. It would just be such a Panthers game to pull off on Thursday night. All these new all black unis. Yeah, like, I was about to say you checking. You liking those uh, midnight uniforms? I'm, tough. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm liking those helmets. So yeah, I'm, I got Panthers. Yeah, same here. Uh, I'm gonna try and stick with that stat that every time a new helmet is presented, teams usually tend to play well. So because I think the last team I said that was Houston, and they had to play the Eagles. So uh, not including that one, the statistic pretty much holds strong. So I'm going to go ahead and back that up again with this one. Plus, I just think the Panthers' defense is pretty good. And I feel like the Falcons' offense is just pretty predictable. So that's just what I'm running with on and that we, one. We also do get, like, a holding call, like, every single drive. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was about to say. And Brian Burns is a monster. So both sides, they're going to be getting penalties left and right. Yeah, it just sucks that Brian Burns is on the Panthers. He doesn't get that much media love as he kind of deserves. As he deserves. That is a fact. That is a fact. All right, Christian, what's our spread for the Seahawks in Tampa game at Germany? Hey, Grandma. And hey. Germany. Germany, we have Bucks as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Two-and-a-half, huh? Yep. See, this is the one that, like, I don't know what no. what's going on, right? Like, is this one where you're like, Brady's yeah. really back yeah. in form? Yeah. You know, like, is the gears yeah. really rolling like that? Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and say, I think Pete Carroll, I want to say Pete Carroll keeps things going. I'm going to go against Vegas on this one. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm, I'm getting deja vu right now. I'm having major deja vu of two years ago when the Bucks, everyone counted them out. So everyone's like, Tom's done. Tom can't get this done. And they rattle off eight straight to win the Super Bowl. And I am just having deja vu right now. I think Tom is going to go on a roll. The team is finally going to get their stuff together. And I forgot what analyst said it, but I saw a clip about it. Uh, but he mentioned it's going to piss everyone off when Tom rattles off all these wins. Wins the division, gets in the playoffs, plays Daniel Jones in the first round, beats him, plays Geno Smith in the second round, beats him, and then all he has to do is beat Jimmy G in the conference finals, and then bam, he's in the Super Bowl again, and he's just going to make everyone matter. I can see it. I can see it. And yeah, all I got to say is, Tom, I see you in the Super Bowl. Bucks two and a half, I'll take it. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It was Nick Wright. Um, it was Nick Wright, yeah. Yeah, Nick it was Wright. Nick Wright because I seen that same video today. Because uh, he mentioned that exactly what you said was he probably will it'll probably be if things pan out the way he thinks it will probably be like a Brady Kirk Cousins Super NFC championship game because Brady had to go through Daniel Jones and I forgot who you just said but the uh, field Gino, ain't Gino looking good around. yeah Geno Smith that's who it is yeah the field's not looking too strong in the NFC but the game the records look like the records look strong but we got to see but when, when these teams go in the postseason. When it comes to Brady, you know, that's where metal tests metal, and that's when Brady's metal usually wins. Um, 
Well, I understand the deja vu though of this game. I'm going to say that, but I still think I feel like just as a unit, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just playing a little offbeat. So, because still, even though they won that game against the Rams, that was very last minute, and there was a lot of drops. There was a lot of like miscues. So I'm going to go ahead and I got to stick to my guns on this one. And that's why I had to doubt Vegas, but I see where Vegas is going with this. Yeah. I could I could see where they're going, but I want Seahawks to win. I'm on a record. I want Seahawks to win, but uh, I think it's the time where Tom starts getting stuff together. All right. So Jags at Chiefs. Who do you got? What's the spread there? Chiefs, we have a as a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, that that sounds about right. I hate these college spreads that have been coming into the NFL lately. Um but it's reasonable for this one. I, I really do think this one's a reasonable one. I'm going to take the Chiefs and the points here. Um, I think Patty Mahomes, he'll probably put the nail in the coffin on the Jags' so-called season, or at least for their wild card at hopes for that point of, point of view. And Titans are just playing so good. We'll talk about them later. They're so basic, and I hate it. But going with the uh, Chiefs. <clears throat> the Chiefs are just – they got so many weapons. They got so many weapons. I think this nine and a half spread is a little a little low, honestly. Um, if it was at ten and a half, I would be like, but right below nine and a half, give me nine and a half easily here. Um, with they're just uh, Kelsey, Kelsey and Patty just have flawless connection, flawless every kind of thing. Time Kelsey just finds himself open. I don't like do people not realize the cover this man? <laughs> He's always just seems to find himself open, like amid every the same route. This is the route, I swear. It's like a seam or a tiny yeah, slant. Tennessee, yeah. So, and it's at Kansas City too. God dang, Trevor Lawrence is going to get eaten up by your Chris Jones. Uh, so give me, give me cheap seats for you. Yeah, uh, it's not looking too pretty for uh, poor old Trevor Lawrence. That's why usually I'll try to find a way to back him up on this on these type of games, but. Uh, this one just doesn't. This one just seems a little too far out of reach for even me. Texans at Giants. What do you got? Uh, Giants are a five and a half point favorite. Five and a half points. This is another trap game for the Texans, man. They keep putting themselves in the spot where they could be potential trap game winners. Um, gosh, I just really. This is one. This is a game where I feel like this is can be more of a potential game than the Eagles, though. Give me the Texans. They're both very similar. The only difference is Dave Ball is probably a better coach. Um, but if, I mean, game style wise, these guys are going to play probably the same type of ball game. Compare the guys. I mean, think about it. It's going to be Damian Pierce and Saquon Barkley versus Daniel Jones and Davis Mills. Like uh-huh. <laughs> those comparisons yeah. are going to be right there, hand in hand. So I'm going to take the Texans. I think this could this could be a t- coin toss of a game. I think the spread's a little too big for me. I don't know. I think I think Texans used up all their magic they had last week. <laughs> that little bit of magic. I would take Giants five and a half here, um, especially at New York too. It, Saquon off a of bye, lock him in, baby, lock him in. Hint, hint. Um, so. He's all good to go. I'll be taking charge five and a half. Okay, so I had to double check this real quick before we uh, before we start this one. Christian, what is your line for the Lions at the Bears game? 
Bears are a three-point favorite. Bears are a three-point favorite. And, of course, this is something that I have to tell you and bring up. Colby has the Bears as one of his locks. Yeah, of course. I know. Pain. So much pain. <laughs> so um, much last pain. Episode, Colby, I wanted to take the Bears, man. I wanted too. to take the Bears here. Me too. But you forced my hand. You forced my hand, Colby. You got That's... lucky last week. You got lucky last week, Colby. I was here one time, all right? I was here one time. But no, back on the fade Colby Bear train. We're taking lines three. Yeah, I gotta say, I feel like now I have to take the lines. Um, <laughs> he was so hype that he got the spread right. That was what he was. That's what he said. He was happy that he got the spread right. And I told him, I was like, Colby, the moment you said Bears, I went Miami outright. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I was like, and I, that was the moment. That's why they were on my lock and everything. So I'm with you. I'm gonna take the Lions, even though it's their away game, and Colby's probably gonna be messing around with us but i just feel like this is just a game where colby this has to bite back bite you back just for trying to think that you got the bears colby, games right the, you're due colby you're due yeah yeah for real he's due right that's what he's probably <laughs> he's thinking he's thinking he's, he's due, due to get faded he's due to get faded yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's the i mean this game I hope it's a I hope it's a fireworks show, you know? I really do hope they put up a lot of points. It's the only way I feel like I'll be watching this game at least. Is Justin Fields and that offense just goes off and Jared Goff plays keep up. So I mean they will because I mean the Lions are on track for having one of the worst defenses of NFL history. <laughs> yeah. And uh I think what Campbell's considered a defensive coach too. Yeah. So it's not not the best not the best look for the guys. I just but. I just hope Dan keeps his shot, man. That man really loves football. He hey, he beat the football. Packers. That's he a good step Packers. forward. I think, I think that might have saved his job, honestly. You think so? That one win, just well, and especially his response to the press conference. He's like, man, I just want to go now back to my house, kick up my feet, and drink a beer. <laughs> there you go. That's I mean, the hey. That's the guy right there. I would also say if he wins this game, I feel like that would help his resume too. Like that's two divisional wins, you know. Dude, one of them. Will, start, what if they just start rattling win after win for no reason? Now we're thinking of them in the playoffs. Hey, in other words, hey, it's about time. I feel like that's what Lions would fans will be saying. Like even though they lost to Hawkinson, they'll be like, I don't know what that all went through, but. And they were probably like about time because I bet you they weren't expecting the win either without Hawkinson <laughs> against the Packers. So, but hey, shout out to them because I did root for them last week to beat the Packers. Good job ending help end the era over there. Um, send their asses on a bye week. Oh wait, are they on a bye week? No, they're <laughs> they're playing the Cowboys. I can't wait to talk about that. Um, Saints at Steelers. What's your line for that one? Saints are a one and a half point favorite. Okay. The Steelers at home. This this just like this screams like an obvious Steelers win to me. I feel like like this screams obvious, but I feel like for some reason they might not still accomplish that. I feel like they might underachieve it. A part of me wants to go Saints, but Steelers coming in as a home underdog, I can't. I can't can't budge away from that. I'm going to take the Steelers. If there's a game that you're with your friends and you're deciding which one to not put on one of our laptops, this is probably your number one option. Um, because it's probably going to be like a 13-6 game. 
Yeah. Um, I'm on the same path as you, Jalen. This is like, uh, uh, I'm going Steelers. I just, it just smells great. Steelers. Only getters, the guys together win. Um, especially at Pittsburgh, too. Andy Dalton just does not have the best track record going to the Pittsburgh. <laughs> give me, give me Steelers. Well, talking on that, Pittsburgh. Why is Taysom Hill not the starter? Like, why Why are we still continuing putting Andy Dolly in this situation where he's clearly not having a fan, fun time at all? Um, at least have <laughs> not having a fun, fun time. and put some Taysom Hill in. Because clearly you're not going to put Jameis in because apparently he still has, like, a broken back of some sort. Um, put Taysom in. Come on, let's have some fun with this offense. Yeah, I was about to say, at this, at this rate, you might as well put him in. He knows the offense. Um, he... Hang on. There we go. He knows the offense. He also shown that he can score. I feel like that's what you said. Like you said, it opens up the offense. It's fun to watch. And there's no argument to it. That's why I really wish you saw the preview of the Pickums. I had that video made because uh, I gave him a nickname and it was Tamison Hill. Because <laughs> that's if they find a way to get Jamison in, and then when they want to make some crazy run play happen, put Taysom Hill in, and then you know flip him out and do a couple passes, and then put Jamis back in, or Andy Dalton in this case. I don't know what's the case with Jamis, but that's why I was saying I really, really hope I don't know what's going on with Jamis either. And I did. I also said that I really think the Saints should start playing Taysom Hill. I do agree with that. Because I think Jameis is still being active for these games as the emergency backup quarterback. So, like, what's what's the reasoning? Like, put Taysom in. Yeah, give the kid – let him run. Let him run the offense because, I mean, he know if it's going to – I'm pretty sure the offense is like a copy and paste of last year but a little dumbed down. So, because Dennis Allen ain't the best offensive guru because he's a, he's a defensive guy. So, he ain't trying to do much with the offense. Shoot, Bill Polian called him what the uh, <laughs> what Lamar Jackson wishes he was like. Oh my gosh, Jason! No, Jason! No. Do you remember that? Do you remember when Bill Polian said that? Wasn't he the same guy that called him a running back? Yeah, no, he was the same guy that told Lamar to switch to a running back or a wide receiver at the combine. Yeah, I was about to say. I, yeah. I feel like I heard that same. Same outrageous man say some stuff about Yeah, Lamar. he said some outrageous stuff, especially that what he said about Lamar, like with Lamar wishing he was like Taysom Hill. Yeah. <laughs> this so, is his MVP year, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I think that was when all this stuff was starting to blow up, too, was his MVP year, because he was trying to, like, throw smoke at him. He was, like, he was still trying to, like, back his take, too. He was, like, look at the numbers Lamar's putting up. He's still those, – those should be running back numbers. But anyways – talking about any MVP at least or at least probably the offensive player of the year candidate we got the Browns at the Dolphins what's the spread there Dolphins are three and a half point favorite that is that's pretty low for me honestly I know the Browns defense is pretty good but I just feel like the Dolphins at Miami Dolphins, I don't know what the weather is going to be there, but at Miami, I feel like they're just going to have another track meet day. Um, I know Miles Garrett in that defensive line is there. Don't get me wrong, but this is Tua, and Tua has been balling out this year. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that he backs that up. So I'm gonna take the Dolphins over the Browns on this one. The logical side of me says take the Dolphins here. But like then the other part of me, the skeptical side, tell me to take the Browns because it just seems like a Browns win that they shouldn't do. Because that's kind of been the theme of the season so far. They the Browns are pulling off these couple wins that they should not be pulling off these wins against. And I'm kind of getting the sense here. But I'll, I'll still remain with my logical side of me and take the Dolphins three and a half. It does seem pretty low to me, but I would not be shocked at the Browns somehow pull this out. I'm just having that small feeling in the back of my head. So which way are you leaning? Are you taking the Browns? No, I'm taking Dolphins. I'm taking the, I'll, I'll stick with the logical side of me on this one. Yeah, I do. Like, I do understand why Vegas keeps it close, but I just think my perspective is I just think Tyreek is just going to keep going yeah, off. Ty, they should have a track meet with this. Mm-hmm. But I can see, I do see that Browns defense keeping this interesting, unless like it has to be like some weird, some weird stuff has to be going on, man. My like, issue, literally, my with, yeah. My issue with the Dolphins though is that if Tua could just throw the ball like five yards longer each freaking throw, he would be able to get these receivers in strive and they would be gone. But yet he's throwing these balls that like, he's still like kind of going deep, but like it just doesn't look like it's coming off deep when he throws it. It's probably because he's a lefty. It does look a little weird coming off it. But his receivers are coming back and having to stop in their tracks and catch these balls. So I I don't think Tua's deep, deep ball is... Still it's, saying you have your doubts, huh? Even though he uh, took a shot doubt. at the media. Yeah. Hey, I didn't like that. I didn't like that because I was to it. You haven't hit these receivers in stride. If you hit these receivers in stride, yes, you can say that, but you're literally throwing these balls and these receivers have to stop in their tracks and catch these balls or come back to it. So I just think they would be a little bit more dangerous if, you know, if they had that. See, my thing is when he said that was – he just, I think he felt like he had to like state that it was a jab. That was the part that got me wrong. He was like, that was a jab, uh, by the way. Sorry. And like he apologized, I think, yeah. afterwards. I was like, oh, come on, man. Like you, t- you had your moment to take your shot. You should have just stopped right there. And he kept saying, yeah, that was a jab, by the way, uh, in case you guys didn't know. It was like, come on, man. Like we know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like Dolphins hopefully take the logical route and stop the Browns' BS. All right. Uh-huh. Vikings at the Bills. Go ahead. Let's talk about them. What's the spread? Bills are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. So this spread went down a lot. Oh, I remember when I first when I first looked at the spread on Sunday, it was at like eight. It was like no, I saw it at six. Hmm. Yeah, this spread was really high when they had Josh Allen, and then we don't come the bad news. Yeah. Come bad news that we were told just now, of course, these last couple of days about his elbow and stuff and the news comes out that we should be expecting case keenum instead of josh allen but they, i'm they gonna say come out that, i'm gonna sit here and say though that who regardless of who's gonna be playing quarterback that team the buffalo bills is gonna be really good and they're still gonna come out swinging and if Case Keenum does play that game it's gonna be the product of the Minneapolis miracle Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs 
versus the current Minneapolis miracle. Because every game the Minnesota Vikings play just seems to be a miracle fashion because they somehow pull it out their ass. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get this meeting set up. Thank you, Zoom. And cool. All right. So, yeah, that's why I think about that game. I really think this is going to be a really good one. That's why I said this is going to be one of my high-stress games. I'm going to be definitely – I said it at the beginning of the month. We're about to start a gauntlet for the Vikings. So – I say you have a gauntlet coming up, don't you? Yeah, it's gonna be brutal. Who do you have after you after the Bills? We have, I'm pretty sure, the Cowboys. Yeah. And luckily, that game can't be flexed because <laughs> they already flexed the game. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I don't care if it's Josh Allen or Case Keenum. I was gonna take Vikings spread no matter what. Give me Kirk Thuggins. One o'clock game, easy. Give me it. Vikings are not being talked about as they should be in the media. I think the Vikings deserve all the credit they should get their way uh, for the time being until you know the eventual sadness comes. But live in the moment now. They they deserve a lot more attention. They're just having fun. They're having fun. Just seeing like the the videos after the games, Kirk with the chain, just him smiling and just having a shirt off, dude. Like it just brings some good vibes. And I'm like, you live in a moment, Kirk. Live in a moment. Yeah, because who would have everything... thought that this team would be like that? Like last yeah. year, if you would have told me this team that Kirk Cousins would be running around shirt off, I would have been like, hell no. Like <laughs> there would be no way in Sam's hell that would be working. So like. And I, and I think, like I said, these Vikings don't get as much credit as they should. Their defense is buzzing. The Zadarius is, I miss him. I love you, Zadarius. You're a freaking baller, man. I love you. Um, so favorite I mean, move the of the Vikings, season. Yeah, if Vikings should really like, they should win this. It'll be a good statement for them. Um, because everyone's like still like thinking, even if Case Keenum plays, the Bills win. No, no. Give the give the Vikings the roses for now. Yes. Because because they, it, just like Penn State fans, they know the eventual will happen, just like how Penn State has with Sean Clifford. They know it's happening. They're not, they know, but they're going to live in a moment. They're going to live in a moment. All right. I, All right, I, Christian. I, I, hope, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope All I'm right, wrong. Christian. No, you know what? I'm going to say this then. I, how about this? Let's talk about living in the moment. All right. Let's talk about living in the moment real quick. You got Roquan Smith and Lamar Jackson. In the future, the pay. Let's talk about living in the moment. You guys are all in too right Roquan, now. Roquan's you guys are living right? in the moment right now. I'm telling you that right now, right now, Roquan will take a like he will take a standard deal. I'm telling you that right now, he's taking a you standard. So? He just said that. So? He just said that to get out of Chicago. All right. He knows that you know if you want a good team, you don't gotta take that big deal. All right. Stamp this one. You finally have I just um, want to say, man, the Ravens are known for changing the linebacker market. Like you guys, when you guys dealed out CJ Mosley, he changed the whole market at that time. You do know that, right? Yeah, CJ. He's the reason why guys are getting paid like 13 mil now for linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jets, Jets have been eating that because we didn't play for like two years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all fleeced so, them on that. Y'all fleeced so, them. Yeah, so feed me, feed me the Vikings, though. All right. I love it. I love it. All right. We got a couple more minutes left here, so let's go ahead and wrap up with a gross game that we both probably hate to talk about. I'm, uh, I'm not even gonna go more in depth on this about you. If you want to go, I'm not. I'm gonna spend five seconds on it. Oh, you don't want to even talk about 
Russell Wilson and Broncos country riding all I've, the way to the Tennessee Titans? I've, he had a bye week last week, so he hasn't had me angered, like, just seeing the corner ballers. So I think that's why. I think. Yeah, yeah. You get a little rest from him, you know? So now you can yeah. – and I think that's what – and I'll take it with you. We're going to make this one pretty brief probably because we do only have, I think it says, five minutes on the Zoom timer. Thanks, Zoom. I'm gonna keep bashing them until I might until they make me crack for a membership, a, which probably will never happen. Get a sponsorship from them. Yeah, get a sponsorship from Zoom. But Tennessee okay. plays such a, a very offensive, predictable game, and this is the Broncos defense. I think will carry the job, even though they lost Bradley Chubb. I think they'll still get the job done. Um, not really betting on Russell Wilson. I'm betting on a defense here. And if Malik Willis is playing, I'm definitely betting on the Broncos. So give me Denver in a very, very boring game that I'm also not going to be watching probably, but probably will be forced to if it's on local cable, which sadly will be. So you gave me a top two of my top three teams that I absolutely hate. Um, So (laughs) Malik Willis just can't throw. Like they have zero confidence in this man throwing. He had he has zero targets to a wide receiver last week. What? Yeah, all of them were bailouts, it seemed like, or checkdowns. So it's it's not gonna be unless Ryan Tannehill comes back. We we don't know. We don't know if Ryan comes back for this, but still I'm still gonna go Broncos two and a half off the bye week. Plain and simple. Um, especially if Malik is playing, because that may they have zero confidence. They obviously have zero confidence. <laughs> right. Yeah. So hopefully, when we start our next Zoom here in a second, we will have better um, content for the 4 p.m. games to start off. So just taking a gander there before we transition over, we got Colts at the Raiders. Well, dang it. <laughs> well, dang it. All right, so like we were saying before, Zoom graciously ended us. Colts at Raiders. Christian, you've been backing those Raiders up. What are your thoughts on this game? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done backing these Raiders. I'm done being really? made and look like a mule week after week supporting these guys. I'm done. I'm completely done. And watch them cover the spread the moment I get off. It's like um, it's like Kobe. It's like Kobe at the Bears. Me and the Raiders. I Raiders open up as a four and a half point favorite. Give me the Colts. I don't how care is that line going back. down? That line's going I down. Think, <laughs> people, people are believing in Jeff Saturday. I believe and in I, Jeff I'm, Saturday. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer too. I think he's going to be a great like players coach. Um, yeah. We and Colby talked about it a little bit. I think Jeff Saturday, he's not going to do any play calling. He's just going to be the guy that get the locker room going. And I think hopefully yeah. that'll work out just for the season. I don't know what's going to be the yeah. long-term solution, but right now I'm just hoping for good things for Saturday, just in yeah, general. And I, think it, and I think if, you know, if you're a player coming straight as a player into a coach, not with any coaching experience, honestly, I think center is probably a fantastic position to be coming from. I mean, you're yeah. literally – the quarterback of the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, you're all in plays. You're you're doing audibles. If you see any relay information, the quarterback, you are the front pole leader. Like, and the way Jeff speaks, man. Like, I saw his press conference today, dude. I was like, 
Yeah, man. Like mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see it. Um, and if, you know, if I'm an active player, dude, I hope you rooting for Jeff because that could be a shortcut into the way the league is going. If you know you want to go coaching after you're done playing, Jeff would be a prime example you can bring up because yeah. it you so I I would be rooting for Jeff and I'll be on the Jeff train. Give me Colts four and a half. And Jeff, like you were saying, he is the per- I feel like that's a, like you were saying is a perfect example because Jeff is a Hall of Fame center. Not to mention he's worked with Hall of Fame quarterbacks, mm. wide receivers, defensive mm-hmm. players like Reggie Wayne. I mean, not Reggie Wayne. He was um Dwight Freeney. That's what I was thinking. Of. Reggie Wayne was the wide receiver, and Marvin Harrison though he worked with them too. So like all these big name guys, like he knows how to control personalities or at least you know talk to them, so and be a part of that. So, and but my main takeaway from this game will be if the Colts win, can we please fire Josh McDaniels? I know we don't usually ask for people's like resignation or firing here, but I mean, come on. After the week that the Colts just went through, if the Raiders can't win this game and the line's going down right now, which is not a good sign if you're a Raiders fan, you got to be thinking to yourself, like, is when I first got my line, I think I wrote, I think I had five and a half when I first did my uh, Pick'em's video. So this line is going down by the day. This line's going down, but um, that's all I got to say about this game. Cards at Rams. What's your line for that? Rams, one and a half point favorite. All right, so... Do or die for both of these teams. Do you agree? <laughs> Do or die for both of these, and I'm done with both of them. Christian, what is your kill death ratio on uh, Modern Warfare 2 right now? Oh, God, dude. First, like, week, probably a point seven eight. if I have to guess. Um, still kind of getting used back up to all the mechanics and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a full, full-blown adult, so I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not playing like eight to five. I have an actual job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say a point eight, but yeah, you know, point eight that is still higher than the amount of wins that Kyler Murray has had since uh, the game has came out, <laughs> which is zero, which is <laughs> which is still zero, <laughs> which is still zero. So uh, Kyler Murray, man, I I have to step away from the Kyler Murray train. I'm going to take the Rams in a hobbled Cooper Cup to beat the to beat the Cards at home in L.A. Because I don't even think Cardinals fans want to travel for this game. I feel like this will be a weird, empty stadium vibe, maybe. I don't know what's going Because usually at L.A. games, you, you can get a lot of visitors there because the away team usually takes over the, t- the stadium. I don't even know if that, that's going to happen here. <laughs> I don't even think that's going to happen here. So give me the Rams. Kyler, Kyler, you, you fuck this up. I'm sorry, but you suck. I, and I've, I've been on this train ever since he's been drafted. I've, I was never high on Kyler. I've always been like, uh, I don't know, man. He doesn't really, he's not clutch. He is not a winner. Um, just consistently, he just doesn't, he doesn't give me that leadership type of vibe. It's a big thing about him. Um, not big. Um, he's small, but uh, I haven't got to watch the Hard Knocks episode yet. Um, I need to look forward. I need. I need to watch. Will Baker that looked really good in it. Yeah, that little speech Mid- he gave to that almost got me to watch it. So midseason, 
I need I need to start watching it. I'll probably make it my free thing I do in the morning on Saturdays before I'm looking at college football lines. But hey, that's a cool little ritual. I don't know, dude. Is that really oh. worth it? You're gonna miss out on Pat McAfee to Yeah, you're right. You're I was about right. to say yeah, that's Pat right. McAfee's I'll prime probably, I might say I'm I might say for like when I'm in Christmas time, you know, whenever I got free stuff. Cause, but the Cardinals suck, dude. They suck. They like just full. Both these teams suck. Both these. And the Rams, the Rams suck, but I think the Cards suck more. Cliff, Cliff, I'm sorry, bud. You're done. Cliff, like, dude, he got extended. We're like, gonna see him for Cliff, a while. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff is another one that might get fired after this after this game. If they lose this game, Cliff might get fired. Because clearly, him and Kyler do not get along. They do not get along. DeAndre Hopkins was getting at it with Kyler, and not in a good way. Like, of course, you see some teams, they argue, like teammates argue, but, like, they argue and they show, like, they truly have passion for the game and they're listening. These guys, when they argue, it is not like that. It does not look – it looks ugly. Like, ugly, like, romance that you see from one of your best friends who has a toxic girlfriend kind of thing. So, uh, we'll be going with the Rams here. One and a half. I – it's crazy how low that is, right? Yeah, it's crazy how low that is, and you'd feel like this game would have a lot more aspirations coming into this. But it's it's not looking good, especially with COD's still fairly new. Warzone's going to come out next week, so Kyler might not win for the next month. Though. I was about to say, isn't there? I feel like there's already probably like beta for Warzone 2.0 because that's what it's called, right? It's Warzone 2. Yeah, Warzone 2. Warzone 2.0 comes out next Wednesday, I believe. So, God, that's going to be ridiculous. I still have the first Warzone, and I re- that's the only way I can play the new Call of Duty right now. If I wanted to play it, I have to play it through Warzone. Well, Warzone 2, it sounds like. Warzone 2. <laughs> but, anyway, straying away from that in the Call of Duty, thanks, Kyler. We're going to go ahead and talk about what was supposed to probably be a very hyped up America's game of the week. Cowboys at the Packers. What's your line for that one? Cowboys, five point favorites. All right. Phew. Man, uh, you were talking about how Houston was going off and he's one of the top sack leaders. Michael Parsons had his bye week and Matthew Judon, another guy, by the way, that the Ravens uh, destroyed the market with. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he's balling out right now and he's leading the league, but he got three sacks last week. So I expect four sacks from Micah Parsons on on Aaron Rodgers. Christian, before I ask you what's your take on this game, do you agree with this take of that I've been seeing? I thought it was a little outrageous, but I just want to hear what your thoughts on it. They're saying you got to put Jordan Love in at some point when this season, like when would you, when you throw in the white flag or white towel, you got to throw Jordan Love pretty. And they're saying like week 13, like they're calling for him like week 13, week 12, when this season's already pretty much written off. If they're saying it's written off by then. What are your thoughts on that? Not going to lie. I, um, I texted one of my freshman year group chats. We were talking about it and I was like, dude, I would put Jordan Love in. I would put Jordan Love in. Uh, I think the sooner rather the better. If they lose this game, you got to put Jordan Love in next week. Like, I'm sorry, but I love A-Rod. I love him. I love him. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, but, dude, this is just not going well right now at all. What is it, six in a row? Six in a row that they've lost. Oh, my God. I would have not thought that. <laughs> With the Packers? To all the New York teams? To uh, 
yeah, just the whole thing of how things have been going down. So the Lions last week, especially, that the was Lions the biggest surprise. Bad. I was blowing yeah. smoke. I'm not going to lie. I was just yeah. puffing. I was just trying to pull an illusion. But, no, nah, that was – that one pulled through. <laughs> that was real. The Packers my, are faulty. My, my message to Bears, Vikings, Lions fans, bave in this for now. Bave into it. You deserve it. Bave into it. It, it, it Packers are dead. They're dead. There's just no coming back with this team. They got more injuries too last week. They lost for Sean Gary. Oh, their best defensive player gone. Romeo Dobbs, high ankle sprain. Aaron Jones, questionable. Um, someone else got hurt. But these injuries are racking up for them. And just Aaron, Aaron also the David Bakhtiari situation is a whole different weird thing going on. He's in one series, takes off the next series, back in one series, and then the next game he'll be ruled out. Next game he'll be ruled in. And it's, yeah. it's it's a weird thing. And they had him on a goal line package last week where he was supposed to catch that ball that intercepted. I think it was the second interception. What was that? Like really, what You're was that? To... That was a that was a that was a I think a big cat said it was like a all or nothing like hope hope for the season pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was a loser, man. So, and David, Dr. Ari is supposed to be one of the best tackles in the league. And, like, this whole situation has been very weird for them for, I think, the past three years. It's it's weird. And give me the Cowboys. Like, I, I, I'm done. I'm off the Packers train. I, I've been trying to give them, like, you know, this is the game. This is the game. I'm sorry. Michael Parsons is going to eat them up. I hate the Cowboys, but I think they're mid. But give me, give me the Cowboys here. All right, Christian. So me and Colby talked about this before, and now I want to present this to you. Aaron Rodgers has fallen off. He probably will be, I'm hoping, we're all hoping, or like, you know, that it's probably going to be all said and done probably at the end of the season, it looks like. Um, So has Tom Brady. When we're talking NFC quarterbacks, the elite tier is not that big when you take those two guys out. It used to be probably everyone used to argue maybe Kyler can take that step, but uh, not it's not looking like it, right? Matthew yeah, Stafford fell off. Um, Jalen hurts. Oh, oh wait, 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 Jalen, we're forgetting. Stafford has a concussion this week. Oh, that's right. Oh God, <laughs> I'm still taking the Rams. Actually, I still take the Rams. I still. Do know why? Because whoever's probably playing quarterback can probably find Allen Robinson finally. <laughs> and you can find Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Maybe. So, I, I think uh, I think the other quarterback can show him how to throw it to the other receivers, not Cooper Cup. Oh man, that that is a good save actually, because I I completely forgot. <laughs> I compl- I, once he said staffer, I was like, wait, I don't know if he's rolled out, but he has a concussion. Still, so I know. But uh, anyways, like I was saying, these NFC tier quarterbacks, man, they're not that good. No, and you no, think I no. think you know where I'm going with this. I think the most elite quarterback after this season sent up to be the Kirk Cousins era. If you think about it, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is going to have his thing. He'll, I'll, I'll let Jalen Hurts do his thing because you have to have two good quarterbacks in an era. He can be the other one. And then it's going to be good old Kirk Cousins. Nice old school pocket passer, Kirk Cousins. Um. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Do you think any NFC quarterbacks? Do you think Jimmy G will stay in San Francisco to start with? 
and keep that? Do you think Geno Smith is true? It's a lot of it's a lot of faulty names I after that. Jaylen, Jaylen, you got me, <laughs> you got of... me thinking, man. I'm going down the whole list. I'm like, oh god, it's oh, Kirk Cousins in the field. Just... <laughs> it's Kirk Cousins in the field. Remember, 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 remember when the NFC was scary and formidable? Now it's just like, dude, anybody? Oh, admit it. If you get hot, a joke. Uh, no, Jalen, I I think you're on to something. I think it's it's gonna be Kirk and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, 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 at least next Dak season, Pres- I, Dak Prescott has to prove me wrong. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I just can't trust Dak right now. Dak is like right there, but he has to like. If he balls out at Lambo, that'd be a good yeah. start. hard place to play at. And you have to consider Rogers has good magic voodoo against the Cowboys. Like he has, he's very good against. He does, them he, he does have the good track record against the Cowboys. So there's mm-hmm. that. But it's no, you're right. I think you're right, Jalen. I think it's the time for the Kirk. Yeah, and I mean the only guy that I could see really taking the next step up to would be Justin Fields. I mean the way he's been playing this last month, it's justifiable to say he can potentially be that NFC guy to throw his hat in the ring next year. Because like we said, the field is not that impressive. It's not that impressive, so he can definitely be a guy to toss it up. I just. I so, like Fields a lot. I just cannot get the Bears out of my mind. <laughs> just the Bears being the Bears. I hey, man, again, in offense, they're trying to change their identity. All right. But let's move on to Sunday night football. It's a California stated game. Chargers at the 49ers. Pretty much would have been the 49ers game, even if they played at L.A. anyways. Um, what's the spread for this one? Niners, seven-point favors. Do we know if Keenan Allen's playing? <laughs> like, that's, that's the question. Uh, I've, I've given up. I've given up. I think I've said on this podcast about four times Keenan <laughs> Allen's playing, and he just controlled out the Sunday off. Like, I, I'm, I don't know anymore. <laughs> that, that's literally the one thing that's been bugging me about this game is, like, I wish that they the Chargers' weapons would show up so Herbo has a fair chance to beat these guys. But I just don't – it's really hard for me. I'm going to – I'm saying Herbert, first of all. So I'm taking the Chargers. I'm going to say that right away. I'm taking the Chargers. And um, I think Staley can get some defensive plan brewing to slow down the 49ers to give Herbert a chance. That's pretty much what I'm going – my take is building off of. I can't sit here. I Like, I, I – <sighs> Dude, the Niners – I just they're coming off a bye week and they're getting healthy. It just makes I know it's yeah. the obvious pick to just pick the Niners, but hear me yeah. out. It could be a Niners thing to keep this game close. All right. It's Jimmy G is very limited. This offense is gonna be run, 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 and then throw down to whoever X, Y, and Z receivers who are also studs. I mean, I'm not going to say X, Y, and Z because I just can't. I'm only saying that just because I can't remember their names right now off the top of my head. So that's what I'm going. But I just, I mean, that's the same situation for the Chargers. That's why, I mean, McCaffrey's better, but Eckler is like the light-skinned version of him. So I got to go with the Chargers. Now I'm selling myself into it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I think the Niners blow them out. I. I'm sorry. The Chargers have lost all faith in me. 
I I really I really love Herbo, but I think I said it last week. Like if the Chargers lose, man, it's just and that that they almost cost that game. They almost lost that game. They yeah. it was a classic like Chargers Falcons like turnout. But the Niners, dude, they are scary. They're scary. They might have the most electrifying offense in the league. And it's not even in full strength that we've seen. And we we saw a glimpse of that kind of um, if they can get it all together, dude, that team is scary. However, they did just lose their corner, Jason Ferret, today. So that oh. is a big downer. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's not like the Chargers yeah. got receivers to take advantage of that. Like so, I mean, like, it's, you know, it's not like they it's just good throwing. <laughs> and uh, I saw something today, too, that honestly, it was Dan Orlovsky talking about Justin Herbert saying how he just throws the ball down the field just to throw it. You know, if you watch his games, it'd just be like he's throwing his check downs and then it would just be a random just long ball down the field just just a give just a, a gimme ball like for a defensive pi you know that like he just heaves it down there just to satisfy the audience but he's like you gotta he said that you gotta just start airing it out more he knows your receivers are not that good but you still gotta like you got the arm for it man you gotta start letting this thing rip the offense needs you this team needs you to take that next step up and so do i i really wanted to see herbert take that step up and like you said this team has been blowing away chances left and right, and if Herbert stepped up, I think they wouldn't even be in those situations. They would. They would have been in a situation if that kind of happened. If, if there was a certain amount of plays, like everyone tries to give Herbo the benefit of doubt, and there's mm-hmm. just certain plays that Herbo hasn't shown that clutch gene. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if it's just recently biased, but I don't remember the last time Herbo's led a game-winning drive since last season. I mean, um, I think it was probably that Falcons one because that last week because what happened. Do we was even count that, that as that because they sh- they shouldn't even been in that 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 situation. That's the thing; like they shouldn't even been yeah, in that situation. That's true. I mean, the fumble so, wasn't on Herbo's fault. The hat, well, was it a fumble or interception? I don't know. It was a turnover by the Chargers. Then the Falcons D lineman fumbles it twenty yards back, and then the yeah. Chargers get the ball back. And then Herbert though leads and him down. That's the thing. It's Austin. Austin Eckler's had a fumbling issue. I mean, he always has. Let's be real. Yeah, he's I, always has. He's always has. Yeah, that's my thing about Austin Eckler. But I do like he does score. That's the other thing. He does score. score. So like he is good for like that. He is when he's gone, he's on. When he's off, he's off. That's why I feel like that's the same thing for the Niners though, because of their injuries. It's like if they're on, they're on. They're off, they're off. And another thing about Herbo. He's a 500 win ratio quarterback right now. Still, I mean, would you believe that? Because remember, his That's first year he balled yeah. out, but his coach stunk, so they lost a lot of games his first year, and then he balled out his second year, and then here we are now. He's floating around 500 again. <laughs> he's floating around. Yeah, yeah. and I and I, I don't want to bash Herbo, but there's just it's just there's some questions there now. That, some that, questions. Yeah, we. It's time and, we start asking and, questions because people, people, when people like you know try to make him like God at points, and I'm like, yo, you gotta be like realistic, like at some point because this is it's I want I want Herbo to fall out, I really do, but like there's been yeah. certain times where I'm like, it's not there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's, it's like, is it not? Yeah. Um. All right, I want to move yeah. on to the next game because this question right here is also related to that game and the game that we just talked about because the quarterbacks. It's Commanders at Eagles, the Monday night game. Um, what's your spread for that real quick? Eagles, 10 and a half. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Um, 
That's a big spread, man. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to take the commanders. I'm going to take the commanders for the point reason. That's I'm not saying for the win. I'm taking them for the points. This is where this is probably the one time you'll hear me say points. Um, well, I said it last week too, but this is the one time a week, I guess I'll say points for point reasons. Um, yeah, I'll take the commanders though. I think uh, Heineke's staying scrappy. If he does play the game, they better not, you know, pull him. I'll be very disappointed. It'd be a very Ron Rivera thing to just pull him last minute. But if he does play, keep him in because it's hype and I love it. And I think if he keeps this game scra- scrappy, that's all I ask for. I think they can do that on a Monday night. Even though the only down thing is it's at Philly. That's that's, that's my biggest debate right now. Because I'm like, part of me is like, that's a lot of points. But then part of me is like, hey, that's really. Heineke's been in this uh, spot before. That's what I'm telling myself. But I'm with you, Jalen. It's too many points. It's too many points. And the Eagles didn't really look the best in the second half. And it's been kind of a little bit of a theme over the last couple of games where like they've kind of slowed down in the second half. And so mm-hmm. it's a lot of points. I'm really hoping Heineke shines out, balls out. But I want I want to talk about Jalen Hurts for you a little bit because Jalen yep. Hurts I feel like doesn't get the respect I I don't I mean, it's plain and simple this guy should be the, the leading MVP candidate but yet we're here sitting around talking about Josh Allen's MVP no why are we not talking about the guy that has the undefeated team right now the guy that's pretty much put the team on his back with these rushing touchdowns throwing some dots and stuff yes he has AJ Brown Devontae Smith being dogs but at the same time this dude is literally winning games left and right. And we're sitting here talking about Josh Allen being MVP. Can we take a moment and not have Josh Allen like all over our freaking faces? Runs across runs across people. And yet, you know, you're like, oh look, he's a winner. He really wants to love the game. But yet you'll have Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson run around to be like, oh, risk of injury and all that. No, get this re- get this double standards out of here. This is ridiculous. Give Jalen Hurts his frozes. This dude has been a freaking baller. He should be the leading MVP candidate. Yeah, uh, mid, I've seen a lot of midseason MVP takes coming out this week. I can agree with that take of yours right there. Um, one of them, actually, I want to talk about that because one of my questions was related to Jalen Hurts. But I have now one of the things that I want to bring up, though, is I've seen on ESPN and they were talking about top five playmakers. That's right. They called it playmakers. Every every person they listed on that list was here. I'll, I'll tell you, I want to see if you can notice the trend and then. It was Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, um, Jalen Hurts, Tyreek Hill, and then Josh Allen. But what were the what were those previous four things that they were talking about when like you were saying, playmaker? That's what they called them. They called all four. Why, why would they label it like that? Why would they label it like that? Playmaker. What? And that's something that we did learn. Like, like that is something that we do learn well in like our communications classes. Is like that is something that like the league NFL does do purposely. Is that a quarterback is supposed to be you know a standing pocket guy? And no, Jalen Hurts has been doing both very well, just like Lamar and all the other guys. I mean, I'm saying that's and that's my problem with this. Like, I I love Josh Allen. Don't get me wrong, I love Josh Allen, but. You can't be sitting here praising Josh Allen for literally running out the pocket, literally putting his shoulder, his body on the line, trucking into dudes. Yeah. And then, but yet, but yet, five years ago, you were bashing Cam Newton for doing the same thing. It's it's exactly. it's, it's these things that I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, and Jalen Hurts is out here balling, being that pocket passer at points, running the ball, creating plays. But yet, he gets bashed too at some point, just like Lamar does at the same time. 
it's it's ridiculous. And I think Jalen Hurts deserves to get talked about as the leading frontrunner MVP rather than being put behind Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes does have a case a little bit um, there. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, I feel like, is not being talked about enough in that MVP. Comeback player. Comeback player, yes. But, like, Geno's been a baller freaking too. Like, like some of these guys deserve the recognition. And I feel like they're not getting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of these guys. I mean, we're only midway through the season, so that's probably why some of these guys aren't getting that recognition yet. Um, Man. I wish I can talk more about those midseason awards that were coming out. Cause some of them were just, they were a little triggering for me too. I, I agree with what you were saying. And here's another one though. I did, that I did take note of, and we talked about a little bit, touched on a little bit with the chargers game and it's the third year QB evaluation. Now me and Colby, you should talk about the second years, but I saw someone talk about the third year guys and it was Joe Burrow, Herbert mm-hmm. Hertz and who is all a part? There's one more big one that I'm missing from that class. Tua. Tua. Yeah. So those were the four. And they were like, they were just trying to evaluate those four quarterbacks and stuff. And they said, hands down, everyone should be picking Joe Burrow. No. And uh, no. <clears throat> I had a little hesitation with that just because they, they said this because he went to the Super Bowl and he, he made the end target. I did support the one person that voted out there for Jalen Hurts because he showed the growth and all of, yes. you know, he, he keeps break, breaking that ceiling every time someone puts sets a new ceiling on him. So just uh, yep. just a little something to add on to that, you know? No, I, I would take Jalen Jalen Hurts first, Joe Burrow second, and also between two and Herbert. So I can't, I don't really have a final decision on that. Um, two has grown more, toes showing their progression. So I think I'll probably lean two or three, or four, honestly. It's very hard. starting to look like the next Philip Rivers, huh? Yeah. Fitting yeah, into that yeah. role really well. And we both don't want that. It's just, no. it's just trending that way. Um, but like, watch, but him no, get a superstar, watch him get a superstar running back. Team's going to explode for like two, three years through that running back's, you know, success. And then just. Right yeah. back down, right back to where they yeah. used to be when that whole yeah, but, thing comes yeah. down. Yeah, but like you were saying, Jalen Hurts has shown that progression year after year, literally growing up in a trend where Joe Burrow, I felt like, had that peak last year. He's been kind of met since this entire mm-hmm. year. Nothing special. A Jamar Chase lover. That's it. Um, but Jalen Hurts, like, dude's a dog. Dude's a winner. And he's not getting respect I think he deserves. Um, and all those Philly fans, need to apologize because about <laughs> 75% of them bashed that draft pick. We know who you are. You're hiding now. You're over here going, oh, go Philly. No. You bashed Howie for that Jalen pick. We all know you. You guys are very vocal about that pick. So you guys all need a public apology for that. Yeah. Alright. Zoom giving me our next warning again. Let's see if we can jam. Let's see how much we can jam into uh, these locks here. All right. So, Colby sent in his upsets and his locks. So, that's all we're going to be able to do today. Um, So, Colby obviously gets the first pick, sadly. His upset is the Texans. He rode with me on that pick. Um, He took the Chargers, the Bears, as we said earlier, and the Steelers. 
So I wasn't going to touch that Steelers game. So I'm glad he took that one away from us. The Bears aren't even upset. Oh, no, the the, the Bears are his lock. Yeah, the Bears is lock. The upset is the Texans. All right, let's focus on upset then first. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you can go ahead. All right, my upset pick. Man. Dude, give me the Broncos. Give me the Broncos again. All right. I, I think this is the one. I think this is the one. You know, Russ, Russ coming back from a nice little vacation, the week off. This could be a good one for them. I hope Hackett gets it figured out. You know, he has it settled in. So my my upset's gonna be the Broncos. Give me, give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Easy 1 p.m. Kirk Duggins. Your Duggins, yes, sir. And uh, I'm really uh, dang, I don't know how I feel about you actually taking the Vikings off my list already, but well, it's an upset game, so maybe I'll put them on my lock. It's upset, yeah. You can, you can, all right. Well, you go ahead and get your first lock since I got the upset first. So what, what locks did Colby take? Colby took the Bears, Steelers, and Chargers. Oh, so he took any, any all the other ones. I'm not gonna take good, yeah. Um, I was gonna pick give, those. Give me, give me the Dolphins three and a half. Going with the Dolphins. All right. I'm going to take. Man. Oh, I'm going to take the Cowboys. That's an easy gimme. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm going to take the Cowboys. That's a, I feel like that's the gimme of the week for me. Um, And then back, I'm going to rattle back to back there. Let's go with. Jeez, I need a, I need wins. I've been one and two for the last three weeks on my locks, so I'm going with the Chiefs as well. I need wins. Uh, Easy, but I need to do it. Give me. Uh, Rams one and a half. Oh, that was the see that one. It's too small of a spread. All right, last one, last one. Give me Giants five and a half. Oh, all right, damn it. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take Seattle. I'm gonna combine an upset with my lock. I'm going with Seattle. Um, not much to really say there. I really believe in them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, it's at Germany. Neutral field. We'll see how Brady does there. Uh, hopefully, Giselle's there just to fuck him off. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Christian, <laughs> what are your dues list, man? You're on a roll. Two weeks in a row, baby. Literally, for a whole first half cash last week. Like, literally the most stress-free their due partly I've ever created. They were rapid fire. Um, so shout out to the boys, Jay Jetta, Tyreek, and who's my third one on the list? I think first half. Was it Mixon? Mixon. Mixon. Yeah, I was about to say, it was everyone in the first half. So, so shout out to the boys. This week, we have Saquon off the bye. Travis Kelsey was, is the most do man on earth. For a touchdown. That man was hungry for a touchdown last week. He didn't get it. So I knew immediately after that game, I was like, he's going on their dare dudes. He's he's due. And then the last one. The last one I was I've been kind of torn, but looking at the field, I wasn't really like, hmm. 
But it's a new team. It's going to be on upset alert. TJ. TJ. Yeah, I was going to say TJ. TJ. That's what I was saying. I was like, TJ. Yeah. TJ. Hawkinson, like baby. Just to add some fun to it. Um, so don't know if I know how to yet touch on hard on get yet, but I'm assuming with TJ pick, it might put it up plus 1,000 more, honestly. Um, I'm guessing TJ's going to be like a plus 200 more, but I was going to go Dalvin Cook, but I, I want I want TJ to have some fun with it. So that is the Bears do this week. I'm glad you chose the tight end route. That was I feel like that was definitely the fun way to go. Um, dude, Kelsey was hungry for that touchdown <laughs> last week. You saw hungry. everyone saw how frustrated he was. He was hungry yeah. for that touchdown. And I'm going to get one. So he's. Uh, um, but if you haven't uh, listened to their podcast, the Kelsey Butters podcast, it's interesting. Yeah, they got some good content. Yeah, they're good because Kelsey, both of them break it down too really well. Yeah, like I've heard one of them where I think it was Jason, and he's just like talking about O line. He just goes off on a tangent about the O line, and, and, and Travis is like, "I have no clue what you're talking yeah, about." Yeah, he's just sitting there like, "I don't know, man. Like, I don't know." Um, those guys are those guys are hilarious. They both have a they both definitely have a spot like like the Gronks do in the future ahead of them. And they were on the Eli Manning pan, uh podcast. They're on the Manning podcast. So, and then Saquon coming off a of bye week. We talked about that. I think him versus Damian Pierce. They both have to get a touchdown. They're gonna go off yeah. against each other. So yeah. a little showdown there. And then yeah, T.J. Hawkinson injured Matt Milano too right now. And the Bills are just trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Hopefully, it's enough for him to sneak a, sneak one he, in because he got nine catches he, last week. Nine catches. Nine, nine catches. catches. We're feeding him. So, he's getting fed. Feed him. He's, yeah. he's getting a touchdown this weekend. I don't... He needs one in purple. He definitely needs one in purple. All right. When do you guys, when do you guys face the Lions? Because whenever you face the Lions, I am launching $500 on him to score a touchdown. I want to say... The Vikings schedule is weird. I think we have like the last three weeks of the schedule, all rivalry games, something gross like that. And then it's just like, it's like last three weeks, rival, nice four weeks is a rivalry game. And then it's just like one random opponent just thrown in there. Oh my God. Derek Brown just threw this guy to the side, like a puppet. Right before the half. Or we passed the half. My screen got blocked. Thank you. I, uh, I use yeah, streams, yeah. not Amazon. I use streams, my, not my, Amazon. My free, my free trial ends by the end of the month, so I will be back on those streams. Uh, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, we're in the third Final quarter. Thought. All right. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Final thoughts. We got two minutes. So nice little two-minute drill here. So final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I completely forgot about this game. This game has been awful. I'm probably going to go to bed. <laughs> Um, and then prepare for myself to watch Black Panther tomorrow. So that should be interesting. I will be staying mm. off TikTok and all. So that um, just flew not, under the radar. Yeah, that flew under the radar. I feel like this has not been marketed well because, <laughs> like, we just have not seen anything. Like, I, I completely forgot about it until literally this past weekend when my cousin was like, "Yo, you want to go see the Black Panther?" And I was like, "Oh my god, the Black Panther movie's like out." Yeah. Um, so, um. Shout out Marvel. Um, you need to do a better job at the squad. This one is a lot of pressure on this movie. Yeah, and I've heard uh heard some questionable, like I think some people are saying they didn't live up to that high high pressure. I had a, they I had still a deliver. I, I think they'll still deliver. In my opinion, I think Marvel will deliver, 
but not that's to the, the high expectation that everyone's that's probably... the thing i'm going in with high hopes i'm going in with high hopes like i i can't i just cannot like it's the goddamn black panther <laughs> yeah it's i really want to get into that man my final thoughts gosh what what is going to be going on in that minnesota vikings game that's my final thoughts um, it's gonna be game of the week. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like that one's gonna be the most interesting one to watch. Hopefully, and uh, Colby, if you're out there, man, keep it real. And everyone else out there, stay thirsty and stay classy. There you go. Woo! Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our Pick'ems list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.